You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Black Box After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Black Box After Show. Welcome to After Buzz TV. I'm Mindy Thomas, and we are here to talk about ABC's Black Box. It just premiered tonight, and we're going to bring you the down low on the lowdown or something like that. We're really <laughs> ex- like that, excited like that. to share yeah, our thoughts and opinions with you, so stay tuned. I'd like to first introduce my lovely co-host here, unbelievably beautiful people Aww. that I'm sitting across from, and um, I would like to introduce Teresa Law. Hey, everyone. How's it going? And can you please tell us a couple of cool facts about yourself? Cool facts. So um, I actually haven't been back to the AfterBuzz studio for about eight months now. So this is sort of a welcome back for me. Um, So I'm excited to join you guys in hosting this new show. Um, So that's one cool thing. And two, let's see... Um, I work in publicity and I uh, do social media for a network, so I really enjoy that job. It's a lot of fun and um, life is good. Excellent. Teresa, thank you for introducing yourself to us and letting us in on some of your uh, lifestyle. Of course. Okay, and we would also like to get to know Jade Howard in the house tonight. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. So how are you doing? I'm and tell great. us two cool facts about yourself before we get to Two cool to facts. Okay. Uh, let's see. The first one I would say is that my favorite meat food of all time is guacamole. Oh, I think yeah. it's the greatest thing ever. That's just hands down. Nobody can argue with me about that. <laughs> and I would say another cool fact or interesting thing about me is that this is my first time doing After Buzz. Yay. Yay. So I am excited. Very cool. Yeah, I heard avocado is actually good for your face. If you can do a little bit of lemon and something and do sort of a mask, but you'd have to seek an expert out on that one. (laughs) Okay, so I'm Mindy, and I like a couple of things that are in my closet. Um, Well, my golf clubs for one, but I like to take them out. That's one of the fun things I love to do is go play golf. And uh, another thing that I really love is psychology, which totally... This show is right up my alley. I could, yeah, this is a perfect show for that. So I read books for my own sanity and for those around me. So (laughs) if you need to tweet, feel free. Okay, and we'll we'll give um, you know contact information at the end of the show. So stick around for that. So how you can stay in touch with us because as fans of Black Box, we want to stay in touch with you and connect and all that good stuff. So. Let's kick it off here. I'd like to do sort of a recap here at first of Black Box with all this sort of energy coming out of the show, twists and turns, and where are we at with all of this? What do you think, Teresa? 
Um, so my impression of the show, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, we talked about this before, you know, we were reading press reviews on the show and it wasn't very favorable. So um, I didn't have high expectations and um, I kind of got into it. It was really engaging and um, there was a few things that I think needed work. Um, some of the dancing was a little bit out there. Um, well, I love Kelly Riley, if I may interject real quick. She just seems so comfortable in she her does. skin. And yeah. that is not easy to feel from an actress. Right. That's a, This is a tough role to play, you know, being a, um, you know, neuro... Uh, neuro, neuro, yeah, neurologist, neuro. <laughs> neuro. Say that five times. A neuroscientist. <laughs> I know it's fascinating. And her closet secret is that she's bipolar. And just so that we can recap, if anyone is wondering who she, act, what character Kelly Riley plays, she plays Catherine Black. Yes. So she is the neurosurgeon who has a secret of being bipolar, and she can't let anybody know or let the cat out the bag because she could lose her job. Right, yeah. and sort of this defiant will of, am I going to stay on my meds or not, which I hear is a very popular question with that particular disease, bipolar. But yeah. She seems to love getting that high when she's off the meds. Right. And, and it's, it's the fact that it is a high for her right. to be off of her meds. Yes, yes. So what was the most fascinating part of the show for you, Teresa? Um, I think just watching her performance. I mean, like I was saying earlier, it, this is a really tough role to play. And, you know, seeing her, you know, be a lover with Will and then, you know, getting into these, like, manic phases when she's off her meds mm -hmm. to being, uh, you know, a sister and also a mom who, I mean, which we can get into later. Oh, that's a whole nother oh, yeah, whole whole story. You guys got to hang tight for that one. Oh, we'll we'll yeah. let you guys know. We'll let you in on that one okay, soon. Okay, what did you think of her boyfriend? Because I am really dumbfounded that he showed up. I mean, I'm talking hours later after she dropped the big bombshell. We're kind of jumping ahead a little bit. Mm -hmm. into, she, she lets him know, hey, mm -hmm. this is what's up. After he proposes, she kind of drops the bomb on him, and he's like, all right, I'm ready to deal with that, honey. And she's like, well, I get really, really bad. <laughs> right. The guy, the her boyfriend, his character's name is Will Van Rensselaer, and he's played by David Ajala, who is hot. Yeah. He's not bad to man. look at. Like, who says no to that? I, I live in Los <laughs> Angeles, so I just know that if I find a nice, available man that wants to be good to me. Yeah. He proposes. He like put the pill, the ring underneath the pillow. Right. And she wakes up and she's she looks at it like, ah, I don't want this. <laughs> You're oh. just thinking what this guy loves you and he wants to marry you. And she just seems like she doesn't really appreciate him. You know. And I totally got from that that her self worth is so affected, her personality by this issue that's beyond her control. It's 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 the organ of the brain and how it functions, and it's really no responsibility of hers. But. Mm -hmm. Then it goes to the act of the will and staying on the meds. So we keep coming back to that, I think. That's going to yeah, be a Yeah, she does not like yeah. to be on her meds. <laughs> Homegirl does not like no. that at all. <laughs> exactly. So what uh, what didn't work for you? Can I ask something like that? or is that? I mean, I think it's not necessarily that it doesn't work. It's understanding these dance scenes. Okay. Because the first dance scene, she... The, basically, she is off her meds. She has a speech to give. Mm 
Yep. And right. she gives this great, great speech, well, and she doesn't want to be on her meds for it. And she has so, a problem writing it. She's she's right. getting she really frustrated. And all of a sudden, she decides, okay, I'm just not going to take my meds. And then she gets into this, like, inspirational phase and is able to put together this speech that goes over pretty well. Yeah, it was, like, very well received by all the doctors in the room. And she's on her way back to the hotel, feeling really great about herself. And she just eyes the chauffeur, and he eyes her back, and she's, like, dancing to the music, and she's like, oh. Exactly, which <laughs> takes us back to the very first question the show opened, which says, from her psychiatrist, how do you define normal, Catherine? And then, from there, the show opens, and it right. takes yes. us all into this. So, I thought that was an excellent way to open it. It was, and it was kind of actually heartbreaking to see her. She sleeps with the chauffeur, and then the guy afterwards is going through her purse to steal from her, and then she goes running towards him, and he looks freaked out, like, oh, no, this woman is going to attack me. And she runs for the balcony, and she just starts dancing, and she dances on the... What is it? The banister. It like and she, she starts was flying. flying. Right, but then yeah. she flying. Oh, and then it came, it went into her hallucinating. Yes, and then she's actually yes. flying. Mm-hmm. So then she sort of passes out at the end. It starts raining and we're together that this is a very exhausting sort of episode for exactly. her. Exactly. Right? She literally is on the banister and then she just falls off, luckily, onto the floor. Because who wants to end an episode like that? <laughs> I'm thinking it just started. Wait, no. Right. And, and of course, she d- she's depicting and remembering her episode with her psychiatrist saying, oh, this was one of the greatest times of her life until then she becomes suicidal. Mm. And that's where it gets really it uh, sort of a Russian roulette type of thing right. going on. And her psychiatrist is played by the lovely Vanessa Redgrave. Uh-huh. who's a renowned actress. Um, she's 77 years old now, and she's still holding up and as elegant as ever. Oh, my goodness. And the way that she has so much uh, just just power in her performance, I love right. her in that role. It, she does an amazing job. She really captivates you. Yeah, yes. every line delivery. Every line. It's If there's no other reason to not watch the show, it's definitely to watch Vanessa Redgrave's performance throughout Absolutely. it because yes. she really mentors uh, Dr. Black and she really mentors her in such a way to help her cope with having this mental illness and really making sure that she stays on top of it but she allows her to have her moments but then she reels her back in right, right. before she completely self-destructs. Yes. And, and we see at the end how, I mean, we're skipping ahead but... Should we reveal that yet or wait? I think That's we what, can reveal a little okay. something. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, we've at already the end, seen she Michelle really back. is the, you know, <laughs> the hand that pulls her back to reality exactly. and, you know keeps her from making any crazy decisions. Yeah, they, they seem to have a very trusting bond, which I would imagine is not very easy with a psychiatrist, but because Kelly O'Reilly's character is a famed uh, neuroscientist, travels around giving speeches, she wrote the book called Identity Theft, and I'm looking forward to hearing more about what what that's about as well. So, uh, yeah, there's some very interesting twists and turns, particularly with Kelly Riley's character, which is Dr. Catherine Black. Right. What was your favorite one? Um, I really like the whole storyline with uh, the kid that comes in and, um, you know, the, the parents think that uh, a second opinion is needed. Um, you know, they think that it's a um, psychiatric problem. 
but they went over to uh, Dr. Black to get her opinion, and they find out that it indeed is a neuro problem. Um, but, you know, I like seeing how she was able to really connect with her patients. Mm-hmm. She understands them because, you know, she obviously goes through similar situations. Mm-hmm. Yes, like an intuitive understanding She's- that goes way beyond... Right. Anything you can learn in a book or from she's sort so, of case and studies. Her compassion really shows, and she's so empathetic towards the patients, and she really caters to what's best for them, not necessarily what the textbook would say. Exactly. Because they thought at first, they said, oh, he's schizophrenic. And then she said, it could be something else. Let's really look into this. And she noticed a symptom that showed her that it was, it could be, that it was worth more looking more into. And it reveals that it was a brain tumor. Yep. And that they were able to remove it, and he was able to go back to normal, because Dr. Black doesn't like the word normal. (laughs) And one thing that I really liked um, that the show kind of lets us in on is what the patient sees. So we could hear, we could see that, you know, he heard these voices in his head, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, we can kind of connect with the patient that way. Yes. And we, we see it with the other patient, the older woman that, you know, has a fictitious uh, friend. That was amazing to see how she was just, had no judgments, and she was able to just really sort of hear exactly where he was coming from. Yeah. Yeah, I totally enjoyed that. Um Now, moving on to some of the people that she was fascinated with in terms of Van Gogh, uh, some of the different ones that have um, outed themselves, for lack of a better way to say it, uh, over the years. They have been exceptional artists, people that we love to study. We love to study their lifestyles and what made them tick, and then also what sort of did them in at the end of their journey why you know why, why does this happen so she was sort of uh, making the correlation between being mediocrity uh, sorry mediocre <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could be mediocrity yeah, maybe there's not? a song about that somewhere exactly, or something exactly and uh, and, and normalcy so it's she was making that correlation the doctor's like hey let's look at that because they don't necessarily equate and maybe to be normal means that you live longer right that was a great that was I wrote that one down that, I, I did too <laughs> Yay, we all wrote it down <laughs> no I really think that it was a really good perspective because she was really looking at it as the glass half full and the psychiatrist gives her like a perspective of maybe it's more half empty which usually it's the other way around when you're seeing your psychiatrist or your therapist they're giving you like the positive aspect of everything and it was just that she was saying oh well Van Gogh is great and she says yeah well Van Gogh also committed suicide in field after he created after he after he painted after you did a painting. Yes. And yeah. so it's just really looking at those correlations and seeing, yes, he was great, but because of his mental illness, he wasn't allowed to continue to be greater. Yes. And I think she really had to hear it that way. You it know, snaps equating her back. it to these, you yes. know, great artists. Yes. Right. Because also she she was able to communicate to Dr. Catherine Black in a way where um, they're connecting both on a doctor perspective. But mm-hmm. then also on the patient-client exactly, perspective. Exactly. And then it's almost like Dr. Black is seeing herself from a third eye, so to speak, where she knows these things went on, but um, she's not necessarily connected 
sort of emotionally to some exactly. of these things that happen and that affect her personality. So, uh, you know, I think we've got to go back to Will. I mean, come on. Well, yes, I always go back to Will. We can go back to Will any day. You guys want to go back to Will? I'm I there. was kind of frustrated with Will in the car when you know she kind of just you know said, "Hey, like I've been keeping the secret," and then by the way, I did something bad. And then he just kicked her out of the car. But then all of a sudden, we like see, I think we figured out that it was the same day he comes running back to her. Like, maybe, not even the same. It was within <laughs> an hour. I don't even think her hair dried because he kicks her out the car and it's raining. And I'm thinking to myself, I actually stopped liking him for a second. Who kicks a woman out of the car in the rain? Your hair, your makeup, your clothes. She had on a leather jacket. Not cool. Right. Now, that <laughs> was a fascinating moment because then she has the flashback. She's yes. totally triggered to right? the flashback when she was younger, when she was pregnant, and her boyfriend left her on the side of the road and took off, and there she was abandoned. Mm. So is she trying to recreate the same episode to bring herself closure? I feel mm. as if that actually allowed her to remember that feeling of being abandoned and yes. maybe having to do right. Yes. Oh, okay. Because he That's- comes he comes back to the to hospital, and she says, I promise you, I will be on my meds now. She literally wanted to make things right, and he apologized. He, he said, I'm sorry for leaving you. I wanted to say, sorry I made you walk in the rain, but... I'll forgive you, Will. And I really feel that that's what... That was what that episode or that flashback was for. So it's almost like her forcing herself to remember the time, you know, to feel that hurt, Mm -hmm. to make sure she makes the right decision now. Exactly. And that made you wonder, wait, you were pregnant? Wait, where's your child? Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. And then we're like, who's Ed? Oh, oh yes. Esme. That's a big Esme, reveal there. Yes, Esme Black, who's her niece, and she's played by Saban William. Okay, and she was a very young, young, cute girl hitting all the believable notes, I thought, as an actress. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. she's she's gorgeous. She's a great yeah. actress, and she really, it played really well, because you really, when they first introduced her, I thought for a second, oh, she has a daughter. And then I think, oh, no, it's her niece. And you don't think anything, and then no. she's pregnant, and you still don't really put it together, and we're all looking at each other like, <laughs> no, no, I don't think so, I don't think so. <laughs> And then it comes out that that is, in fact, her daughter, who her brother is raising with his wife. Yes. His wife, who's played by Laura Fraser, who was also on Breaking Bad. And she had to put down a very strong boundary Mm -hmm. because here goes Dr. Dr. Catherine Black again getting off her meds, even though she gave her word. So that was a broken promise. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen after this? Uh, I know. So we're thinking Will is out of the picture because this is it. And he comes back. The what? cat came back. <laughs> yeah. He came right back. Came right back. Didn't take much. That did not take much. <laughs> that was a, at all. a surprising twist at the end. Oh, I know. At the end, after he got clawed. Clawed. And she he, shows. bleeding. She did, she's in the bed with him, and she oh. throws her pills out into the toilet and we're thinking whoa wait no you made a promise you can't just break that promise like it's will you know yes and then she throws out her pills and then what happens next oh she had it she went out she has her episode she did that dancing yeah. remember she did, oh yeah the jazz Woo! dance it's almost like signaling to the viewer like she's getting into this trance like more sense phase. true and maybe it's a cue that the show you know that's when of, she's having her episode and i right. think at first it throws you off the first time and i think that's why critics were so um, maybe they were turned off by the dancing because they didn't understand it has to really explain what she really goes through. I mean, mental illness is something that's very serious and people do have 
certain type of episodes. Right. Maybe this is more fantasized and more. You I know, think for it's TV. showing her transition exactly. into that yeah. so episode. You, so you know she's getting ready to transition into this other persona. The, exactly. Right. And Which we need the dancing. It's fascinating to me because the heart of it all began when she was seven years old. Yeah. And then her mother on Mother's Day drowns herself in the ocean. And her mother was bipolar. Okay. So her that mom was, was bipolar, key. had mental illness, and so her and her brother dealt gr- gr- growing up watching their mother have her episodes mm-hmm. and say things to make them feel unwanted and unloved, which is why she didn't want to get married was because she was afraid that she would be like her mother because her mother was unhappy and her mm-hmm. being married and blamed her kids and she doesn't want to be anything like her mom. Exactly. She did not want to repeat that. But the truth is she had a very unstable upbringing and then was faced with the trauma. So I'm curious as to if the bipolar was genetic or came as a result even from trauma. I think it's genetic okay. because her brother. There's a whole discussion on that. Yeah, too. there was. Yeah, the brother didn't get, doesn't have it. He's yes. fine. And when she was in the hospital after she had this episode, after first she her first the beginning of the episode is she's like goes into her dancing mode at the hospital. She sees Doctor Bickman. Doctor Yeah, the hot oh. Aussie doctor. Yes, That's super so, cocky. Played by Ditch Davy. Yep. He's 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 hot too. Really they hot. did a really good job casting some really hot guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get them in the studio I now. Exactly. Can we? I can give Will my number. No. <laughs> Serious. It's amazing after medical school. They've all got these incredible looks and I, right? you know, stayed right. in the gym the whole time. And she shows up at her fiance's house. Oh, she watches, she goes, does her dance thing. Then she runs in and sees the doctor, and then they have, like, this moment, and they... They, they end up having, they, like, a hot makeup session? Did they make out, or did they take Well, it, it to gets like a little home? steamy, that's it for got, sure. It, it got... It was a little too hot but for... But this is right before he was supposed to go into surgery. <laughs> right, to, to do the surgery on that, the guy who had the tumor right. in the brain. Who turned out fine, so... Right, but we're thinking, shouldn't he be which, <laughs> getting to the surgery? That was really an that amazing was, yes. uh, depiction also, because it's almost like she's grieving, like, oh, I'm happy for you because you're on this path of recovery, but yet she's sort of stuck with this thing that she's going to have to deal with the rest mm-hmm. of her life. She right. can't get operated on. Now, what's fascinating is how they do show the brain scans, And I've learned in recent years that you can actually get a brain scan to tell if you're bipolar or not. Oh, wow. Mm. So no longer is it just, oh, let me go through this criteria and let's see what we come up with. And uh, maybe somebody's not eating right or whatever Mm. the situation might be, but then they're labeled bipolar. Well, you get a brain scan apparently now, and that will confirm or deny the actual diagnosis. I thought that was fascinating. So, oh, we totally went off tangent. Yeah. But she she ends up at her fiance's house and she is just I don't what she had on. It was provocative. She was right. in a corset oh, yeah. and she right. was just ready to get it on with her man and she just like turns into Literally a feline, yes, and being. she just claws him, and afterwards, right. <laughs> he looks so traumatized. He does. He's like, okay. And we feel for him, and then we come to learn I that. I know. He, well, at the out. end, right, towards at the end of the episode, that's actually, can we, you know, we can let everyone know how, so that's how it ends. He's out there at the park, and he just says, hey, I know that was really crazy, because she thought, oh, if I, if I show him myself, then he won't want me, but then the her psychiatrist says, well, maybe that was so that way he could 
accept you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And once again, giving like the half glass, half empty, half full perspective. And she sings, oh, true. So they're at the at the park and he says, I, I liked it. <laughs> we all and we were like, dropped our oh, that was a shocker. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, okay, I, not to do a spoiler alert, but I did see the IMDb. And he's, it says he's in 13 episodes. Okay, so, so he's with her he in the long run. I he was with her in the long run, but I didn't expect that much to unfold in just one right? episode. And he could also have different boundaries that develop. Like, exactly. maybe right now he's full-on in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, let's give it our best shot. We're going right. to get married. And just, he's thinking already family, too, because right. he looked at the yeah, house. Yeah, right off the, the house. house. And yet, you know, she's, like, not even... Not it's, even going to go there. It's going to take point. time, but you you see that maybe they really are made for each other. Well, or he Unless, could develop different boundaries and says this is too dangerous. Or well, when she gets into these fits, she gets hypersexual. We've right. seen it with the chauffeur. We've seen it with Doctor Bickman. Doctor, yeah, Doctor. Is that what call him? That the nurses. There was a quote in the in the show, and they said that the nurses call him Doctor Big Man. Oh, that's right. And you know what? I'm I'm reminded of George Clooney. He used to play a doctor. So you know these. Yes. Yeah. These doctors could be around a while. I mean, I, <laughs> it was almost like a Grey's Anatomy meets House. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay, that's, that's great right. overall. That. And yeah. I, I feel like you got really the best of both worlds. You got the drama, but you got the medical, and you get the personal experiences from the patients, and then you have the twist, because right. the doctor has a problem. And I and feel like there's going to be a patient of the week type exactly, story. Exactly. Or two the patients. Theme. Because they had two patients right. in this last episode. The other lady was like, uh, she was hallucinating and she saw a little a little person the dressed up right. as an elf. And then... It, it was really cute. It was, it was actually very sweet. Yeah. It was a sweet touch. At first we were all thinking, wait, what? But then she removes, she says, okay, let's put her on medication so she can't hallucinate. Okay, can I be honest about that point? It totally um, reminded me of Adam Sandler when he thinks about the penguins in his movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which movie was that? I was like, uh, the one where he goes back to school from... Billy Kinda- Madison. Thank you, Billy Madison. Thank you. Way to go, producer. Let's give a shout out to our producer, Marissa. Thank you, Marissa. You're awesome. So, that that was just funny to me. Now, this is not funny, but some of this, you know, I like the fact that that they're including a little bit of humor with it. Kind of like, okay, for example, if somebody breaks their leg. Maybe there was an episode, and at some point after they heal up, maybe they're in physical mm-hmm. therapy, then they look back and then they start laughing about some of it. So maybe some of this is very sensitive, but then maybe at some point, you know, you can laugh at it. Because it, it's like, you know, I think as a society, we're all trying to figure this out. What What's a, what's PC to laugh at? And what, you know, anyway, I brought up right. the penguins. I have to cover my checks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back around. Bring, bring it back, back around. around. Bring it back around. The point that I was going to make was, um, you know, her hypersexualness. Um, I don't know if that's a word, but um, is going to cause now. Relationship, relationships <laughs> problems with Will. You know, like she's cheated on him Ooh. with both the chauffeur and the doctor. I love that he, when he asked her in the car, how she says, I, I turn bad. And he says, how bad? And she would not tell him. And he, how bad? I'm thinking, you're making this way worse than what it needs to yeah. be if you don't tell him what you did. And how can he accept that as an answer? I think he just had to let it go. I, you know, when you really love someone, you can look he past looks things. the other he's, way. He's really looking the other way because he says at the end, he says, I have a problem too. And we're thinking, what's the problem? And he says, I liked it. <laughs> and we're like, you did? 
<laughs> he's yeah. the backbone. I don't know. I, I have think some problems it's still with that. totally devastating, though, to the intimacy of the relationship that they have. I think he needed to let her have. He needed to give put her more in the corner for a little longer. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So let's he just um, talk about. Would you? Um, what would you want to see more of? And you know, like like looking forward. I want to see more of. I just really liked it. I, I like. I want to see it to continue going the way it's going. I yeah. think it's a really good momentum, a great pace with everything. Like I said, it gives me the Grey's Anatomy and the House combination. You can't go wrong with that. So to they have me, some really good storylines going on now with the whole Esme, the daughter, being the okay. her daughter, exactly, and then the you know uh, Laura Fraser's character and um, and Kelly Riley like butting heads. Yes, because she's really jealous. She, right. You can see, like, she, it's a resentment because she even said, Esme sees me as the mom that has all these rules and is just so uncool. And you're seen as, like, the cool exotic aunt that's right. the doctor and, like, lives her life and does. And it's not fair because you're actually her mother <laughs> and I should be the cool and aunt. I, and I can see that. Right. And some that's of that, tough. I think, is sort of the normal teenage thing that can happen. It always happens and, as a teenager. Yes. Yeah, you always do that. Right. The parents are not cool. And it's the mother, you know, someone else is always cooler than the mother. Isn't that sort of um, right. kind right. of status quo? And, oh, please, please. Oh, I was just going to say that Laura Frazier's character, <laughs> Reagan Black, she literally puts Dr. Black and she puts her on timeout. Yes. She's like, yeah. you, you're on Esme timeout. You cannot come near her until... Right. You're, you're on punishment away from her. And it, it almost seemed like that's not the first time that happened. Well, right? and I love that because that's a mother's love. A mm-hmm. mother's love is going to put that foot down and throw up that boundary and say, you go take care of yourself. And, you ain't coming around my child right and, now. Exactly. And what she did was she had her episode and she calls Esme and she is just losing her mind. She, well, she literally had another episode. Right. And, and Esme's trying to play the piano. Right, sort of create the, Exactly. Yeah. And she's like, I want to play with song. And then next thing you know, she's having her episode and it's almost the way Esme reacts. It was right. as if, oh, I, I know, picked up on that yeah, right away. Really quick, very quickly, and just says, Dad, it's time to get your sister, find her, and let's get her help. And that scene in the ambulance was, she's a great actress. She is. Yes. <laughs> that was an, that's a very intense scene. Very intense. I think you kind of get hypnotized by her acting, and you get sucked mm-hmm. into it, and that's the best part of the show. Yes, it's incredibly layered. Um, you don't develop that overnight, so she's been at this a while from England. She is mm-hmm. from England too. Yeah. All the good actors are right. all from because they all have American accents. They do. And they, they do the how do job. You, okay, how is your British accent? Because mine is <laughs> trash. <laughs> I don't even oh, try. Okay, yeah. just try it. Just try it. Just try it. Oh no, go, you're coming. You first, coming. 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 You bloody fool. Okay, you turn. Go. <laughs> you bloody fool. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that was kind of like a. That was terrible. Don't, don't oh, be. Oh, you're so nice. I like that. You did. Hello. Yeah. Keep mm. going. Keep going. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> so you're watching After Buzz TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that would be horrible. Oh. <laughs> I'm like the worst with accents. Speaking <laughs> of watching After Buzz TV, okay. you guys can look up After Buzz TV on iTunes. We are on there. Rate us. Comment. Give us we five love, stars. We love hearing from you. Yes. And yes, stars. five stars, five please. Stars, please. <laughs> um, and check out all the other after shows. Yes. Okay. That is a great reminder. So iTunes. iTunes. iTunes is where it's at. 
Do you have to have an iPhone? I'm learning about this. No, you don't need an iPhone. Okay. You can your PC, okay. your Mac computer. So it's not it's, all in the black box. No. Okay. It's not, it's oh, not all in the black box. All right. Oh. See, because the doctors call the brain. <laughs> the black box. Oh, yeah, yeah. We learned that tonight. That was yes. very cool. That was our fun fact for you guys. Our scientific fun fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thus, the name of the show, Black Box. And, you know, I guess if it was a, a show about emotions, maybe it would be called Pandora's Box. Mm. Mm. Maybe we can do a spinoff and go pitch oh, it. Oh, okay. all right. That's yes. what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. So what character... Um, um, did we not talk about yet that's that's still kind of hanging out there? Did we leave anyone behind? I think we covered all the main characters. Okay. You know, I can talk about Will all day, but... <laughs> Back to Will. And Ditch. Ditch or Will. I can talk about both of them all day long right. if you'd like. Maybe we could talk about Ditch a little more. Um, Ditch Davies' character, um, Dr. Ian Bickman. Okay. Yeah, yeah because we learned <laughs> He kind that- of comes in and he just asserts himself. Very He's much super so. super confident. Mm-hmm. Um, and just lays down the law. How did he know um, that he could confide in her that he takes that drug, whatever he takes to help him focus? Well, I think it's okay. He said it was for them to focus on doing surgery. He said most surgeons, most surgeons do, it. do it. That was kind of walked in on that. Right. But it, it, maybe to her, though, it kind of looked like, oh, he has a problem. But then yeah. it's like, no, that's not his problem. He's got to have a problem. I want to see that unfold. That's going to come up. Because he's so right. he's so cocky. He's right. so full of himself. Even when she was questioning the surgery and getting the tumor out of the brain. And yes. he says, fall back. I have this. Oh. <laughs> she was like, oh, well, excuse me. Oh. And we've already seen him in the closet with another, another nurse. nurse. And he was known for doing that oh, at the other hospital. Right. And that's why the, her um, boss says to her, oh, they called him Dr. Big Man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so... Like, Oh, <laughs> so we're gonna see something develop between the two of them. Exactly. Oh, well, we saw something. I mean, we develop. saw something already, but it's gonna be I a know. rocky one. It's uh, gonna be rocky, right? Because um, there is a betrayal issue involved here with Will and uh, Doctor Catherine Black that we just can't deny. That's no. gonna, that's yeah, that's from just, the get go. You know, Do you think he'll get ooh, her back? That's another hit and another hit. He's got to hit her with something. He's oh, got to hit her with something. Oh, this kid, okay. You know, there's right. just no way he's going to just be a doormat. No. Not for 13 episodes. I just refuse to believe <laughs> right. that. Because everything happens so fast in this one episode. Yes. If, if, that, if that pace keeps going, right. she's going to get a taste of her own medicine. Yes, lots of twists really and turns. Absolutely. Well, is there any other juicy thing that you've learned about this show at all? Um that we haven't covered. That we, we haven't, haven't covered. covered because I'm thinking that um, there's just there's just so much brilliance here. It's like I'm really kind of dumbfounded to be honest. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really blown away. It totally met my expectation. I'm excited about it. I want to see the other episode. Uh, do we want to start going into our predictions as to what could happen then a little a little bit more thoroughly? And now you're after Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I am just going to call it. Okay, I think Will okay. is going to not put down healthy boundaries. She's going to question if she can get well staying with him. She's going to turn to the doctor and start confiding in him more. They're going to have the doctor bond going on, Dr. Ian. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then down the road, that's where that's going to go. Oh, I like that. I think that eventually Esme is going to find out that Dr. Black is her mother, and I don't think it's going to go too well. 
I think there might be some resentment that Esme's going to have towards everyone for keeping such a secret from her. She's a teenage girl, you know? Right. She's hormonal, and she's just, she's going to lose her mind. Oh, and... And, or, or she's going to be afraid now, too, is if her mom has it, her grandmother had it, is she going to also have it as well? Right. That's my prediction. Yes. Teresa. Mine's still marinating in my head. Um, I think... I guess I want to see more of the interaction between Vanessa Redgrave and uh, and her character. Mm-hmm. I think those are some of the best scenes. They're really simple, but I like when they get into the whole you know psychology talk and okay. bi- the bipolar disease. Because mm-hmm. I feel like as a viewer, I'm learning more about the disease. Um, and I want to know: is this an, an accurate portrayal of the disease? We you know, should I find that know. out next okay. time. We should. We should look into and that. And this is be. really fascinating because not. Just every American out there, for example, is going to say bipolar and manic depression. I totally accept the fact that that's a real diagnosis of the brain. Um, because remember, there's those old school people that don't want to look as mental illness. They don't want to look at the, at the brain like it's an organ. And so I like the way that they did sort of talk about that, the reality of, of mm-hmm. how the conflict is sort of playing out in our society right now. I mean, there's so many people that are diagnosed with this, then it could be offensive if they, you know, if we're saying it's a disease, but yet, you know, manic depression, they have the really high highs and the really low lows. Mm. And uh, the medication is supposed to level things out. So, and then why does she get off the meds? We're back at that. I mean, it's, it's something that (laughs) it's, it's totally, not wanting to take your meds when you're fighting with uh, bipolar is very, very normal. Even people with schizophrenia, they don't like even the character who was, they thought was schizophrenic and he didn't like the medicine. They don't like the way it makes them feel because right. of the side effects. It brings okay. them down too much. So it's just something that I think also brings us, gives you an awareness too that people fight with this every day and they really have. This is something that they, this is a real battle. You know, yes, we're watching a TV show about it. And I think it's great because it's bringing an awareness that I feel people really, we act as if it doesn't, we know, it's like an elephant in the room. You know it's there. There it is. You know it's there, yeah. but you don't want to talk about it. And I really think that it's great that ABC is creating a show that really talks about it and brings that awareness. Well, makes you want to fact check and look into things yep. and investigate more. And I, I think it's a great concept. Exactly. Because, Jade, remember, they were together, and Teresa, Will, and Dr. Catherine Black were together for one year. One year, and she hid it from oh, him. Right. Before we she forgot to tell you that. that. And he was thinking, wait, you're now just telling me? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how about, that. you know, on the third date, he called her on it right, right away. He did. Ooh, that was That was, that a, was intense. That she was, was. Oh, my prediction. Okay. Oh, okay. She's going to get in serious trouble for being off her meds and being a practicing oh. surgeon. Oh. Um, and I think that's going to cause complications. She's but obviously a brilliant doctor and she connects with patients, right. but there's going to come a day when she's not going to be able to, <gasps> you know, Which do her job because... They, yes. I would love to see them tease that, <gasps> right? Someone like knowing her secret. <gasps> Dr. Bigman. Knowing her secret and maybe holding it against her, you know, or sort of as a weapon. Yes, Doctor Bickman's the chief uh, neurosurgeon, and then is she above him? She seems to sort of be a co-laborer there. Like they both have their own specialty. I don't know that one would be above the other. other. Um, Right, right. Yeah, 
So, but I think there's definitely going to be a power struggle there. We're already seeing hints of it, so that's only going to escalate. Definitely, I can see that. Okay, that's really fascinating. Well, any more predictions that we can come up with? Oh, uh, because down the road, yeah, it's going to play out where her personal identity is so uh, wrapped up in her work. They did show us that because remember, she went out on the beach alone, like run from the beach okay this is the same beach we saw your mother go into run run for your life right and it was just that was really intense for me it was um, very symbolic definitely had a, a yeah. meaning behind it you're right that's an mm-hmm. e- excellent point there um well, we'll stay tuned and watch stay tuned that's we right. can't tell you everything okay. and then just yeah. one episode that's right that's right so that's where <laughs> we think it's headed well, uh, thank you for joining us here. Yes, thank you. And we're going to wrap up. But before we do here on After Buzz TV, I want you to know how you can get in touch with Teresa Law. You can follow me on Instagram at Teresa Law. Okay, perfect. And Jade Howard. And you can find me on Twitter at Real Jade's World. And I'm Mindy Thomas. You can connect with me through them. Or you can find me on Facebook, Mindy Charlotte Thomas. Or you can find me on Twitter, Mindy Charlotte Thomas, at Mindy Charlotte. That's that what sounds the C right. stands for. I was ah, that it, yes. yes. Now we know where the C stands My comes secret from. is out of the closet. Okay? All right. <laughs> plot now you know. We love you so much. <laughs> Thank we you. We want to share. Thank yes. you. You're sworn to secrecy, okay? All right. Thanks for joining us, and Thanks we'll see you next time. See you guys next Buzz. week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. Buzz. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.